The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Join your host who is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely Hyphen You and has 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine authentic power. And now here is Gina Gardner, your host of Leadership for Life. Hello there and welcome to today's show. We've got a great show for you and I'm really thrilled to be introducing to you to a great friend of mine, Sukhdev Krishan, and we'll talk about his amazing new project in, in just a moment. You know, if you listen to the news and you hear people talk, it's very easy to get caught up in all of the difficult and, and dark things that are happening in the uh, around the globe. But ultimately, each one of us can make a significant difference we can make a difference to the quality of life of the people who are within our immediate vicinity in the way in which we talk to them, the way in which we act. But, you know, each of us also has the capacity to make a significant difference in the world when we join with other people who are like minded and who also want to make a significant difference. Now, of course, that difference can be positive or negative. But on this show, Leadership for Life, we are all about making a positive difference in the world. I'm really, really thrilled that today we are going to launch uh, for the first of, of Sukhdev's interviews, his new One Billion Lights movement. And it's all about connectivity, compassion, kindness, and concern for those who are fighting poverty and lack of opportunity. And there are many people who given a small hand up would actually be able to thrive and succeed and then in turn help other people. So in the second part of the, of the show, the middle of the show, as usual, I've got my guest and we're going to talk to Sukhdev about his story and how he came to set up uh, the Billion Light movement. But I want to talk for a moment about how you can make a difference. And those of you, you that are familiar with the show will know that we are very pleased to be members of B1G1, buy one, give one. And by making a comment in the chat box in the live show, asking a question, or by downloading the show and sharing it and getting other people to download it, we will donate um, to B1G1, which has projects around the world in line with uh, all of the needs of the earth to make it a better place, whether that's health, education, the environment, clean water, replanting trees, there's a wealth of different projects which were in line with the global uh, projects that were uh, created some years ago. And one of the amazing things about that organization is that not a penny of your money is used for the administration of the organization. That's done, all of that's raised by a separate charity. So I wanna spend this first few minutes talking to you about how you can make a difference to the people around you. I've just finished working with a client and he started, it was quite a new client, started off by saying he's recognised, he's now aware that he spends his life being grouchy, that he 
sees the world through glasses which look for the darkness and there's plenty of it about particularly if you're watching the media all the time and that his uh, his partner is fed up with him because he is grouchy and because he sounds as if he complains a lot and what we were talking about today was well you know what are you choosing to do about it because what he had recognized is that is a habit that's almost feeding off itself so what are you doing? How much time do you spend complaining, looking at what's not going right? And how could you change that? We've talked many times about awareness is the first stage. Without awareness, you can't do anything. And that we've also talked about the fact that 95% of your um, thinking, your language and your actions are habitual. So if you're in the habit of looking for what's going wrong, and complaining and being miserable then that's going to be the tenor of your life on the other hand if you choose to be grateful to look for the things to be in awe of to be aware of all of the wonderful elements in your life even on the darkest day which are making a positive difference then the quality of your life will be different if you are watching or listening to this ask yourself do you have to worry about clean water do you have to carry water on your shoulder or in, on your head in a pot in order to be able to do the daily things the chances are you don't have you got enough to eat are you worrying about the next where the next meal is going to come from and i don't mean you know we in the western world will often say we're starving when it means that we haven't had something to eat for a couple of hours but just think about it. Have you got enough to feed you and your family for today and for tomorrow? Do you have good health or the wherewithal um, to have access to people who can help you improve your health? Because there are many people around the world for whom this is not an opportunity. And you know, you ask yourself, what can I do that makes a difference? Well. Those of you that have a, a spiritual understanding of vibration will know that everything we are, everything we say, everything we do has a vibration to it. And if your vibration is based on all of the things that are going wrong, it's a low vibration. But in the same way, if your vibration is uh, focusing on, on the things that you have and being playful and being in awe of the amazing world that we have and thankful when somebody phones you, you've got a nice, um, a nice meal in front of you. Those generate higher vibrations. And those has a, that has an effect on the people that you spend time with. How often do you spend time being critical or being um, encouraging somebody to feel that they can do things? How often do you spend time just in gratitude for the things that you have? Because those will raise the vibrations. So at a spiritual vibrational level, you can make a difference to you and the people around you. And it is believed that uh, those vibrations actually have an impact on the whole world. You know, they say if a butterfly flaps its wings in South America, it can cause, you know, a tsunami and on the other side of the world. Our vibrational state makes a huge difference. But at a practical level, think about how you can make a difference to other people. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. If you've got a neighbour who is lonely, have you thought about just knocking on the door and saying, are you OK? Do you fancy a cup of tea? 
One of the things that really made me just take stock is that I went to the funeral of a very close friend yesterday. And it was incredibly sad, only 50, two children, one aged eight and the one aged 14. But there were a lot of people at the funeral. And we gave thanks for having the opportunity to know her because she was an amazing lady. And, you know, even in that that grieving situation, to be able to appreciate the gift that having had her as a friend or a family member, that's what was actually remembered in that service. The place was packed and there was an incredibly powerful sense of love within the room. And it just made me realise how if you have good friends, if you have people in your life who care about you, what a huge gift that is. And you have the capacity to pass that gift on, to actually let people know that you care about them. Life is transitory and it is fragile. And it's important, I believe, that we let people know that we do care about them. Those that we love, that we tell them we love them often. Those that we care about, and that could be people that we know. And actually having a care of the people we don't know, having a consideration, doing things that will make a difference for people who are not known to us, but that we can, with small um, actions, make a difference. Now, those can be contributing to charitable causes, getting involved in charitable causes, but they can be uh, as simple as recognising that our actions have an impact on the environment, for example. You know, don't drop your litter, take it home. Um, don't um, go for plastics that are single use. You know, we can make a difference in so many ways when we are aware and we make those choices. So I want you to just take a deep breath, unless you're driving. If you listen to this when you're driving, don't do this exercise, but you can actually listen and do it later. But take a deep breath and close your eyes. And I want you to think about the last few days and think about all those times when you have actively, consciously made a difference to other people and celebrate the fact that you've done that. And it could be simple as smiling to, at someone in the lift, letting somebody out in the traffic, giving somebody um, a, a bit of encouragement. But now I'd like you to take three deep breaths and I'd like to think about how else you might have helped someone, supported someone, given somebody a bit of a lift in that day by the way in which you interacted with them. And how might you have built on what you'd done in the first part of the exercise? Moving forward, how are you choosing, how are you going to make a difference moving forward? Choice is yours, moment by moment. We talk a lot on this show, don't we? If you're the leader of your own life, then you choose to take radical responsibility for every thought, every action, every word, or not. Those are your choices, how you respond to things. And I don't want to come across as preachy because this isn't about preaching to you. This is about, the thing is, when you do this for other people, you're also giving yourself the most amazing gift because in the helping other people, in supporting and recognizing how you can 
engage with the environment, with, with animals, with other people. You give yourself that gift, that gift of recognizing that in that small acts of service, that you become a better person. You give yourself that gift of, you know, being happier. Because being happy is not about material stuff. That can make you comfortable and it's quite nice to have something new. But actually doing something for someone else and making a difference in their life is much more lasting than a new handbag. So we're going to go through a break. And when we come back, I'm going to introduce my great friend, Suit Dev, to you. Um, we've created a couple of um, series uh, um, that are both available on YouTube. One, which is um, giving you an opportunity to look at coaching and how that works. And then the second one was was around in, in uh, interviewing influential people around the world and getting their story and understanding what made the difference to them. So we've done a, a lot of collaboration together, Sukhdev and I, and he's an amazing guy. So don't go away. We'll see you after the break. You have been listening to Gina Gardner on Leadership for Life. We'll be back after this quick break. Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. So let me introduce Soupdev to you. Creative, innovative, and a natural leader are just some of the words used to describe Soupdev Christian by top corporate companies in Canada. He's the founder of the Creative Discovery Group, which works with coaches around the world. His ability to maximize talents through teamwork and working closely with the marketing departments has helped him deliver engaging content, exceeding client expectation. Do you know that you're connected to every other person on this planet by only six degrees of separation? 
Sukhdev is a monumental connector of people with a huge passion for helping others reach their potential. And he has an amazing story to tell. So without more ado, let me introduce you to Sukhdev. Hi Gina, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Oh, it's great to have you here. Now we've got a limited amount of time, so let's get cracking. Please share your story because it's an inspirational one. Okay, so uh, the story about the One Billion Lights on how that... No, no, your story, and then we'll go on to One Billion Lights. Okay, so my story, um, I was born and raised in uh, Vancouver Island, and I'm the first uh, generation um, born from... Uh, my parents are both from India, so I'm, I'm first generation in Canada. And um, so I'm, I had a hard time through school. I didn't do very well, and I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a superstar in getting grades. I got A's in gym. That was, that was about it. And um, <laughs> so um, a few years back, I lost my job. I went through a really hard time, and, and I hit a depression. And I, was, I was, had a lot of anxiety, depression, and things like that. And there was a point where I came to, and it was almost contemplating my life. So I thought, either I have to end it, or else I'm going to have to set a goal that's so big that it'll shock everybody like I can't whoever I share it with and at that time it was about money so because I was broke and I was jobless and you know lost my job um I thought money was going to be the answer so I'd set a goal I thought you know ending my life isn't an option I have to set a goal that's really really big and I, I decided to become a millionaire that was my goal at the time and I didn't really know how I was going to do it but I went through the steps and then um, first, I needed to find a job because I, I thought, you know, real estate could be my vehicle to reach my goal. So that's the vehicle I used. And um, so when I called the bank, they said, you know, first you have to get a job and all this stuff. So I went through those steps. I got a job just, and then I bought first house. Six months after that, I bought a second one. And within, I gave myself 10 years and within five years, I'd reached my goal. So now fast forwarding uh, about 20 years. I was working for the number one uh, bank in Canada. I was doing really, really well. I was climbing the corporate ladder and, you know, that dream that a lot of people envision. And um, on my way to work, I was in a motor vehicle accident. And so my, my life was just rocked then. You know, I had a, a brain injury and things like that. And six months after that, I started a gradual return to work. And on my way home from work this time, boom, I was hit again. And so that just wrote me off. So I was, I, I had my real estate uh, uh, investments that we were talking about, and I ended up losing everything except for the one home that I'm in now. And so I started hitting this depression and, and this anxiety. And I thought, you know, why is this stuff happening to me? I was such, a, you know, I thought I was a good person. Why is all this negative stuff happening to me? And when I when I really thought about it, I really wanted to get out of that mind that mindset, that negative mindset. And I thought to myself, what did I do last time I felt like this? And at that time, I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. I set a goal, a really big goal, and I wanted to become a millionaire. And I'm not a millionaire anymore because I had, you know, my, my investments were gone. So I thought, I have to become a millionaire again. That'll get me on track. I tried to set that goal, and it didn't do anything for me inside. So I thought maybe I was thinking too small. I like to think really, really big. And you, you'll, you know that. <laughs> So, I do. <laughs> and I thought, okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna set a goal to make ten million dollars. That's more than a million, and and that will excite me. And when I said that, nothing happened at all. Like there's no excitement. It didn't do anything for me. 
So I thought to myself, maybe I'm thinking too small still. So I raised that goal to 100 million. I'm like, I'm going to make 100 million dollars and that'll make me feel real good. When I said that to myself, still nothing happened. So I sat back and I was thinking about it. I'm like, why is this not exciting me anymore? Like, what's, what's going on here? And when I started thinking about it, I thought, you know what? I just want to help people. And then I thought, I'm going to impact a million lives around the world in a positive way. And then when I said that to myself, then everything lit up inside me. And then there was a spark and, and that got me going and got me excited. So that was my mission. So throughout, um, we, we had COVID and all these things. And I put together a team of coaches. I started volunteering and, and providing free coaching for people around the world. And I thought, I'm just one person. So I can only do so much. So before you know it, there's all these people who were messaging me. And we had about 40 coaches who joined in. And we were across 12 countries within, within like a couple of months. And we were all out there providing coaching. And, and that's kind of what got me lit up and, and brought me to where I am today. Now, there's a big, one of, there's so much richness in this story in that so many people think you can only succeed if you know from the outset how you're going to get there. But one of the things that, that I think that you really exemplify is that actually if you set the goal, you don't necessarily need to know how you're going to get there. You just need to know you are going to get there and then work your way towards it. And then the second thing that strikes me in that is that recognising that it has to light you up inside if anything is going to work and to be sustainable that you know if it doesn't light you up then it's going to be a slog to get there right so i'd like to explore with you how we've moved from a million to a billion and i know you've got other people involved in this and many people who are sitting listen to this will think with just that's a fool's errand you're never going to get there you know a million was 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 a big thing to go for but now you're talking about a billion you know how's he going to do it but you've actually set them the movement in motion so talk to us about the launch of the one billion lives okay so uh, a while back i was in a meeting with um uh, a really good friend of mine and he's really connected with a lot of big people around the world so he had can, a I just, can I just stop you? But when you're talking about big, you're talking about people with deep pockets and and a financial capacity, aren't you? An influence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So um, uh, I had a, I was sitting in a meeting and he had a, a billionaire on on the on the show with him, <clears throat> and we were able to interact and things like that. So the way he was speaking and then talking about thinking big, when he got into the, talking about thinking big. And that really, you know, caught my attention. And I thought, you know what? He's talk I, I set a goal for a million. Why am I thinking small still? I want to impact a billion people. If I could change the world, that's what I want to do. So I went from a million and we just changed the, we went onto our website and we took out all the M's and put B's in there. So now we're having a billion lives. So, and we created the movement, um, which we just launched earlier this year uh, in 2022. And um, so that's out there for everybody to join in and, and be a part of now. And you have a movement, but what's the plan? How are you going to move this forward? Because having an idea and making it reality 
that's two different things. So you've got a group of people together. So what's the plan? So we, we have a team and right now we are putting together, uh, it's actually, uh, we're just doing the final touches and we're going to be launching the Global Charity Summit. So there's so many worthy causes out there in the world. Uh, you mentioned one of them, B1G1. Yeah. There's so many out there that aren't seen and they're ignored and there's only a few big ones that are, you know, the main, um, they, they get most of the visibility and, and yeah. the and all, that, all the gifts and everything. So we want to impact the smaller ones as well. We want to we want to bring some light to all the smaller charities who are out there doing really good work, but they're not really being seen. So we're out there to help bring some light to that. So let's say somebody's listening to this. Um, there could be a business person with uh, with um, resources at their disposal, or a charity, uh, people running a charity, or just just Joe Blogs in uh, in the, the the street. How can they get involved? What can they do? How can they take part in making the Billion Lights movement a reality? So we do have a GoFundMe page that we've just, uh, because it is, it's, it's new. So um, there's GoFundMe. Um, people can connect with us at um, creativediscoverygroup.com. Um, we have the Global Charity Summit, and that is free. So there's some, like we were talking about, so many different um, worthy causes out there. We've provided them a free platform to come on as speakers, um, learn and get educated and also pick up tips from some of the experts out there in the world who are doing really big things for charities who are able to fundraise and get donations and give you all the tips and strategies that you need to really get yourself to the next level. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Because many people perhaps would interpret um, your movement as that you're going to do all of the chalk face stuff yourself or the coal face stuff. But actually what you're doing is lighting, uh, giving people an illumination, uh, an opportunity to be seen and heard that they might otherwise not have. And that's a, for me, that's really um, ingenious in that you are... Um, well, I liken it to a, um, you know, a firefly in the dark. If you have one firefly, you can't see much but a tiny glimmer. But if you bring together many, many fireflies, they actually create a significant glow in the dark, don't they? That's right. And it seems to me that, that that's what your movement um, is all about. Yes, that, that's exactly right, yeah. Because one person can only do so much. You know, you bring up together now we're impacting the world so and in terms of the people the, the charities that are already engaged who what sort of people have you got engaged already um charity wise like the, the specific well, in terms of the people who are moving this forward who are you know are there people there that, that the, the viewers and listeners might recognize who have already engaged i know mary buffett and and uh, is very um much involved in the world of autism for example and mary yeah. buffett was on the show um a few months ago and for those people who are not quite sure who mary buffett is she is someone who uh, has I don't know how many books has she written soup death it's a lot isn't it yeah I think uh, she has nine international best-selling books and they're all on Warren Buffett like Warren if you know Warren Buffett most people do uh, you pick up a lot of tips and strategies from her books to how to invest and to to financially give yourself the best uh, opportunity for financial freedom and security but you know it's interesting isn't it that, that wouldn't necessarily associate Mary with um 
with charity and yet she has a great interest in in autism and supporting um, the, the, the work that people do to help children and their families who have autism. Could you perhaps, you know, um, tell us one or two other people who are engaging in the sort of charities that they are supporting? Yeah, so I don't want to give out um, too much on what the what the talk, like what the charities themselves are going to be, because we're out okay. there to help and serve every everyone, because we yeah. don't want to point out uh, specifics. But um, we have uh, Steve Sims and Henry Sims. They were speakers on uh, who, who will be on the Global Charity Summit, and they're really, really super. I'm sure you remember uh, Steve Sims. From I do indeed. Yeah, from from and, our series Uncut with Gene and Soup Death. Yeah. Yeah, and he's really well connected, and and so there's so many people out there. Some are really well known. Some of them aren't. Just like the charities. So yeah. but they're doing really really awesome things around the world, and we want to bring light to them and the tips that they have, the strategies that they use, and also how that could be uh, create a ripple effect to the world and to the causes that are out there. So there's... I, and I would say, again, if you're listening to this, not only can you get involved um, on a, a personal basis, but if you know of charities that are doing great work, then please bring the Billion Lights movement to their attention, because ultimately um, this is a way of them perhaps getting engaged and getting um, some attention to their particular charity. Interestingly, I was talking to two... Uh, people who run charities, one up in Scotland working with disadvantaged youth and one in London working with with um, uh, asylum seekers and people who um, uh, who have come to this country um, and who who haven't perhaps got um, English as their first language and are are struggling and both of them are their the principle behind their charity is to give people a leg up to give people an opportunity that otherwise they wouldn't have um, and so I think it's an absolutely great cause so this is your platform and we've got a few more minutes what are the other things that you would like people to know because here you are you've got this time this is going out um, tell us what are the things that we need to know that we haven't talked about already well you're talking about how it went from a million to a billion I just want to encourage everybody to think really big you know, we're, we're always thinking anyways. And yeah. you mentioned it earlier, that's what we focus on. So if you want to focus on the negative things in the world, that's what your world is, right? And if you want to focus on what's good in the world and creating and doing those sort of things, that's where, that, that's what you'll create in your life. So um, think really big, think positive. And if, if you can get around people who are really positive, and we can easily do that. You know, you, there's so many platforms out there, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook groups, and things like that. You can just get around people who are like that, or people who you want to be like. And you'll pick up little tips and strategies. You slowly come to, uh, you'll start slowly start changing your own life, and you'll see the results as well, and you start feeling it inside. It's interesting, isn't it? I can't remember who said, you know, you are the sum total of the five people that you spend most time with. Yeah. Um, and... I think that if you spend time with with energy hoovers, um, energy vampires, or people who are really negative, it, it, it is more contagious than COVID. But if you spend time with people who are positive and who are upbeat, that makes a difference. 
But it reminds me of the interview that we did with Steve Sims, who wanted to be um, financially um, well off. And he made the decision to spend time with people who were wealthy and to get into their mindset and how they manage it because they're just people and you know what is it that makes the difference and for him his advice as I remember and you tell me if I'm wrong was to very much to spend as much time as you could in the presence of people who have succeeded financially in order to engage with their mindset and their way of being would you say that was a, a an accurate reading of what he um, he was suggesting? Yeah, I think that's kind of a universal um, thing because I, I think even as kids, you know, you might have a set of friends who you're who you're you think you know you're you're getting along with and things like that, and something might happen, and it's like, well, you know what, these this isn't my group of people, and even as as children, we're not afraid to navigate throughout our lives and find different groups of friends until we find somebody who we fit into. But at some point throughout our lives, we settle and we figure, okay, these are my friends and that's how I am. And, you know, and it's okay to let go of people who are in your life, like you said, who are energy vampires, where it's just draining all that energy from you. And you can shift that and get around people who are going to be more supportive and helping you and and are more aligned with what you want in your life. I think that's such good advice. It's interesting too, isn't it, that you know, when, when you spend time with people who, um, who are, haven't got your best interests at heart, who are looking at the world in a particular way, but isn't the way where you want to be, many people, I think, struggle because they don't want to upset anybody. They don't want to stand apart, that they become sheep or lemmings and the problem with sheep is they often spend time sort of just going nowhere and lemmings tend to jump off the cliff sometimes you've got to be brave enough haven't you to be your own person and to stand apart from the people that you know in order to do, do things differently and i know that steve sims um, his his example was his own life and how he had chosen to step outside of his social group because he wanted to be something different yeah. if you look at you know for me one of the things about um kindness and compassion and doing um things for somebody else is when you have someone who believes in you when perhaps you don't believe in yourself and actually spends some time and invests time and gives you just a little a bit of resource that you didn't have previously that can be quite magical can't it yeah <clears throat> yeah definitely i think we've all been through something some sort of trauma so something that's really hurt us in our lives and we all wish at some point that somebody could take us aside and let us know, hey, it's going to be okay, you know? And so doing good in the world is something that I found it, it helped me when I was in my dark place. So yeah. doing things for other people, it, you know, it releases endorphins and dopamine and, and things like that. It makes you feel really, really good. And even though, I, you know, when I was talking about I lost all my investments, I'm not a rich man anymore. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I don't want to say anymore. Like I'm not a, not a financially well-off person right now. So, but that doesn't really bother me because I'm focused on everything that is good. So 
it, it's it's always about your mind mindset and what you what you're looking at in the world. Can I just suggest to you that you might not be financially rich, but you actually live an incredibly wealthy life. You have yeah. an abundant life because the things that matter to you, people supporting others, you've got enough to eat and drink, you've got enough to pay your bills. And I think for many people, that's the, that's the defining factor, isn't it? If you have enough um, to actually um, to live without having to worry about uh, can you feed yourself, can you pay your rent. Um, but ultimately, I think having a much broader sense of what wealth and abundance is, um, is so important because it's not the, you, you know, they say there's no pockets in shrouds. You can't take your money with you. Yeah. Um, but the quality of life that you create for yourself and others, I go back to the, the, you know, the funeral that I went to yesterday, the richness that that person had generated in their life in terms of relationships and people who were truly grateful for having her in their life, whether that was for the whole of her life, like her mom and her brothers or, um, or for people that had known her even a short time and I had a conversation with somebody today who said I've only known her for five months and yet she had a profound impact positive impact on my life and if that's the legacy that we leave then I think that's got to be really well worthwhile yeah 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 I'm sorry to hear about your friend yeah oh thank you yeah. so where can people get in touch with you Sukhdev um, so you can find us at globalcharitysummit.com and you can actually register free for the, for the, um, the summit there. And yeah. uh, we have, we're at creativediscoverygroup.com and we have, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn as well, at Sukhdev Krishan and um, also through Genuinely You. Yeah, and you will find that um, if you want to see the Uncut series, they're on uh, my YouTube uh, channel, which is Genuinely You. Um, uh, uncut with Gina and Soup Death um, with Gina Gardner and you should find it there and it'll be in the show notes. Now before we finish um, I ask every member, uh, every person who comes and has an interview uh, with me to choose a project um, and I have different projects each month although there are common themes um, and you have chosen project one which is all about uh, providing quality education is one of the global goals um, and we will be donating to um, a, one of the global uh, projects around giving children who would otherwise not receive any education or a very limited education giving them education and taking them to a point where they can take themselves out of poverty and break the cycle so just before we go for a break i'd like to say to christian uh Sukhdev, thank you very much indeed for uh, for joining me um i'm really looking forward to seeing how uh, the one billion lights movement takes off please do help them um actually achieve the one billion lights and and um illuminate all of those organizations that are doing good in the world um so so Def, thank you very much for joining me it's been an absolute pleasure thank you gina thank you don't go away i'll see you after a short break thank you bye Sukdev. you have been listening to gina gardner on leadership for life we'll be back after this quick break 
Want to get the best out of life personally and professionally? Are you ready to step into a life which excites and fulfills you? Well, the right place for you is Leadership for Life with Gina Gardner on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. We will share with you stories from inspiring people, a wide range of guest experts, and lots of practical strategies to help you get the very best out of your personal and professional life. Leadership for Life is a radio and TV show focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Join international best-selling author, motivational speaker, empowerment and transformational leadership coach and trainer, Gina Gardner, live every Thursday, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV. Become the leader of your own life. Gina Gardner's number one international best-selling book, Thriving Not Surviving, The Five Secret Pathways to Happiness, Success, and Fulfillment, provides you with the foundational principles on which to become the best leader of your own life. It's available as an ebook, paperback, hardback, and as an audio from genuinely-you.com or also from Amazon. Every one of the principles have been proven to work for the countless people who have used them, including the author. Now, let's put them to work for you. If you're ready to discover your true leadership life design, accelerate your journey with an invitation to join Gina for a Leadership for Life VIP Day. Choose your journey of self-discovery where Gina will help you navigate your way to happiness, success, and fulfillment. To find out more, email gina at genuinely-u.com. Welcome back to Leadership for Life. Here is your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome back. We've been talking about kindness and helping other people, but I want to spend this last bit of the show talking about being kind to yourself too. Now, it's a theme that we visit quite often recognize that the relationship that you have with yourself is reflected in the relationship that you have with other people. And one of the patterns of behavior that I notice is so common is that people find it easier to be kind to other people than they do to be kind to themselves. Again, if you've listened to the show, you know I make a huge distinction between being kind and being indulgent. Because being kind to yourself doesn't actually mean that you give yourself anything you fancy and that you eat badly and that you stay up late and drink a lot. That's not being kind to yourself. Being kind to yourself is actually recognising that you are precious and looking after yourself. And if you want to help other people and you want to do great things in the world, you're going to be much more able to do it if you do look after yourself. And there are four very distinct but interlocking areas that you need to be mindful of. Your physical health, what you're putting into your body, your food, whether you're hydrated, whether you abuse your body with uh, with sugar and um, convenience meals and alcohol or drugs, prescription or otherwise. And, you know, over the last few decades, there's been a huge increase in the number of people, for example, who are addicted to prescription drugs like fentanyl, for example. And those all have an impact on your physical health. But there's much in the news about mental health. And many people around the world are struggling with depression, anxiety, feeling worthless, lack of confidence. 
And when you're being kind to yourself, then part of that is to recognize if that's a problem and to reach out for help and to do the things that will help you for yourself. So, you know, getting out in nature, taking exercise, not only are those things great for your physical health, but they've been proven time and time again to have an impact on your mental health. Incidentally, being kind to other people and in getting engaged in making a difference positively also has a hugely positive impact on your mental well-being. I know of several people in the last few months who, when struggling with, with depression and anxiety, got involved in becoming a befriender on the phone to other people who were struggling. And interestingly, their mental health has improved hugely because they are actually doing something for someone else. So it's an interesting symbiotic relationship, being kind to yourself and being kind to others. You'll have heard me say, you know, like on the aircraft, put your own oxygen mask on first. So if you are helping others to the point where you, it's detrimental to you and your health, you need to think again. So physical health is really important. You know, food, hydration, exercise, sleep, really important. Mental health, being engaged. And, you know, I, I've spoken to a couple of clients in the last week or so where what's become evident is that there's the sense of who they are, their lack of um, being able to feel good about themselves is because that they are not actually living their true purpose. They're going through the motions that, and to start with, the answer from them is, you know, what is it that you're passionate about? What is it you want to do? What is, do you feel is your purpose? And they said, don't know. And so if that's the case, what I would suggest you do is that you start to live your life with purpose. Do everything with purpose, whether that's you know, doing the washing up or you know, cleaning um, the, the back bedroom. But ultimately, live a life with purpose. And again, being kind and compassionate to other people helps. But your spiritual journey, the, you know, who you are, we talk about this and it's weaved in throughout the program. You know, recognize that you are a spiritual being and that you need to uh, choose to look um, at yourself in that way. There's lots of help out there. Find lots of intentional journals on Amazon. But ultimately, you need to think about, are you the leader in your own life and how you're going to choose to be the leader of your own life? You'll find lots of help on the website, lots of intentional journals on Amazon. So take care, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye-bye now. You have been listening to The Leadership for Life with your host, Gina Gardner. Make sure you tune in to W4CY Radio and Talk 4 TV next Thursday and every Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time for more Leadership for Life. If you missed any part of this episode or just want to hear or see it again, you can find the archive of the TV show on Talk 4 TV's YouTube channel and the podcast of The Leadership for Life on iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Music, and wherever you listen to your podcast.